Hello and welcome to the next episode of Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. I'm your host, Al Simon, president of Sandler. And on this show, we talk with high-performing business professionals. We're looking to sharpen our skills and learn new ideas and concepts. We share best practices and we get to know really smart people. So listen carefully, take some notes, and look for my guest's contact information toward the end of the show so that you can contact him and engage with his company because I'm thinking you're going to want to. And as always, we'll conclude the show with a sales tip from me in our Ask Al segment. So I'm pumped today because uh, my next door neighbor in the office building is my guest, Chris <laughs> Lindenau. He's the uh, CEO of Fusis. And an exciting, exciting company that is taking off like a rocket ship. So welcome, Chris. Thank you, Al. Good to have it's you. It's great here. to be here. Yeah, Fusis, uh, real-time crime center platform, and a uh, bunch of great stuff going on with Fusis. Uh, so let's just start at the beginning. Why did you create this company? Well, it actually started back in 2019, uh, June of 19. And I was approached by, um, at the time, I was working in the public safety market, and I was approached by one of our clients, and they said, you know, I've just visited uh, the New York uh, Real-Time Crime Center, the NYPD Real-Time Crime Center, and they are doing things up there to solve crime that are just amazing. Um, and we would love to do something like that at our local agency. Problem is, we don't have the budget that NYPD does. And I said, well talk to me. What are they doing? That's really neat. Um, and it was profoundly impactful what they were building in New York City. And I realized that if we could build something comparable for the other 17,999 agencies around the country. Is that all? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Not then, even 18,000. Oh, okay. that, that's yeah, right. Yeah, just yeah. just 17,000 more, <laughs> right? Okay. And uh, we realized that you know, if we could do that, we could help some some communities solve crime and, mm -hmm. and help uh, law enforcement work better within those communities. And so here we are, three years later, and I think we've uh, we've started well on that mission. It's only been three years. Three years. Wow! How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about, of course, first responders, public service uh, agencies. You're also talking about city councils, mayors, city managers, people who have a <coughs> crime issue they want to address. Right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And every city, uh, every community has their challenges. You know, they're different, obviously, depending on the size of the city and, uh, you know, the, the population size. But, you know, fundamentally, they're shared concerns. And so, mm. you know, that's one thing I think that, you know, we found across the spectrum uh, that there was an appetite for is, mm. you know, kind of a smarter way to tackle everyday challenges. Okay. All right. Well, and I know you've got some examples from right here locally as well as across the country. And, and we're going to talk later a little bit. But I mean, you're also now going off worldwide. I mean, you're, That's right. you're yeah. expanding we a just, bunch. We just had a ribbon cutting last week in London, yeah. In London, okay. That's right. Very yeah. good. Well, you know, okay, so there's a reason why it's spreading uh, so, so fast mm -hmm. and so wide. Uh, uh, something unique about what you do. So tell us about what that is. The fundamental thing that we build is a common operating picture for a large assortment of technologies that historically historically have been in use by public safety. So I'll give you a couple examples of what those are. Cameras. We understand the importance right. of surveillance cameras, right? Many of us have 
doorbell cameras on the outside of her home, you know, for reasons that uh, we all understand, right? Safety of our home, you know, awareness of who's coming and going, that sort of thing. So same type of technology is employed, albeit on a grander scale in cities and today in use by, you know, law enforcement. So that's one technology set that we pull into this common operating picture. Another, uh, license plate readers. So again, cameras, but in this case, cameras that actually pick up plates. So the alphanumeric information on plates. And then there's another camera that probably many of us know about and we've at least seen in the news and that's the body camera so there's another camera uh, so I can go down the list on cameras but it's yeah. not just limited to cameras now you're also looking at 911 systems so caller information mm. caller location disposition of the call so this is all kind of real-time intelligence the problem is historically these are all different systems you're actually logging in to 5 10 15 20 different systems they're not connected they're not at all connected. Okay. And, you know, truthfully, when there's a critical incident, it's, you know, where's Joe Smith? Because he's the only person who knows how to log into that particular system. Oh, yeah. He's on vacation. He's on vacation. Yeah. So, and, and you know what? He changed his password last week. Oh, so we great. can't even we can't even get into the system. So yeah. so you think about this in, in the broader context of, of solving crime and, and responding to life safety considerations. It's it's a pretty monumental challenge that agencies have been faced with. Mm. So what FUSIS does is we basically bring all that data together and we help law enforcement use it to improve the way that they respond to, not just to fix what was potentially already broken, but actually to accelerate the way that they respond. And, and we hope as a result, and in, in history has shown in the short three years that we've been around, they are saving more lives. They mm. are solving more crimes. So pretty proud of that aspect. Should be. I mean, yeah. it's really a big thing. And, and uh, I know that, uh, uh, that law enforcement agencies around this country are excited about it. So uh, can you give us a couple of examples of success stories? Sure. I'll give you one in our backyard. Uh, we, you know, obviously we're headquartered in Georgia, just north mm -hmm. of Atlanta, about 20 minutes. Uh, there was a homicide at a gas station 200 yards from our uh, office. And within three hours of using the system, the local agency was able to identify uh, the suspects involved and shortly thereafter issue warrants for the rest. So, you in, know, in another, in another, uh, um, area right of it i mean metro atlanta right that's where they were found not found in that's where right the, where the homicide took place that's one thing about criminals yeah. is they don't uh they don't just perpetrate crimes in the same police jurisdiction you they, know they, they go yeah. they, they go wherever they want to go and yeah. so you know that that brings up an important point which is not only are we unifying systems within an agency we're unifying systems between agencies so awesome. you think you know i'm a taxpayer in a smaller rural town i couldn't imagine having the capabilities of a city like new york yes. or atlanta but now i'm the beneficiary through mutual aid of this open system across jurisdictions mm -hmm. that are in effect allowing agencies to better collaborate in ways that they haven't in the past right wow that's exciting yeah so that that particular gas station you're talking about i go to a lot mm, i know you do <laughs> yeah I, I do too yeah and uh <clears throat> And that's that was uh, that was a shocker to hear about the homicide, mm, but then tragedy. it was such a such a, a, a great great news to hear that shortly thereafter the, the uh, perpetrator was was apprehended. Uh, terrific. So, uh, all right. So you've got all these uh, systems, all with real time data. That's right. Your platform uh, connects them all in real time and brings uh, data information available to people like now. That's right. Seriously. It is a real time. Real time. Underscore real time. That's what now means, right? It means real time. And that's right. That's amazing. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing 
that um, you know obviously you're growing you're, you're expanding out and you, you know, we've been cutting in, in the UK right well what's next after that well you know we have 18,000 agencies in the US so we're far mm. from done right. um, you know gun related deaths are at an all-time high mm. um, across the United States and you know we have almost 200 agencies utilizing the technology. There's there's still a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of agencies we haven't you know, yeah. talked to yet. Yeah. There's a lot of communities as a result we haven't um, been able to help. Um, so we're going to be pretty solidly fixed on helping you know the situation here in our backyard for the foreseeable future. Okay. Um, but that's not to say that we're alone in the U.S. of having these concerns. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the United Kingdom they don't have the gun related deaths that we do because they have different laws with respect to guns. But, you know, they have a lot of knife-related concerns, right? Mm-hmm. And then they also have, you know, uh, similar concerns that we do in, in terms of domestic violence um, and that sort of thing. So, you know, crime, like I said, is uh, ubiquitous. It's unfortunately ubiquitous. And so one thing that we need to do is bring intelligence to address those issues, no matter where we are uh, around the world. But uh, make no mistake, I mean, there's an appetite for doing things smarter, faster, uh, more efficient, more mm-hmm. collaboratively with communities. And that's our mission. You know, ultimately, uh, we don't see this as just law enforcement tech. We see this as a bridge uh, through which, you know, members of the community can voluntarily share information, uh, that they can actively take a part in, in addressing the concerns that, that they have, that they're asking law enforcement to resolve on their behalf. I mean, if you think about it, you know, us as citizens, I mean, we ask law enforcement to provide us a service. Um, we're now saying, in effect, through Fusis, here's a way that we can actually give back to you to help us better serve us. And I, I think that's a universal message. It is absolutely a universal message. And it's, and it's, it's really great to know that, that uh, you know, city managers, uh, you know, county agencies, uh, law enforcement, first responders can all be talking and involve the community to, uh, to just, I guess, raise the bar on public safety, right, which is the bottom line isn't it that is the bottom line reduce crime reduce crime rates and and uh, uh make people feel safer uh so communities can can be uh productive and effective for their citizens and cool. it's kind of it's kind of the the mission of the u.s isn't it, it right is life really, liberty pursuit of happiness right so we like to think that we're uh, playing an active role in that it really is really is very cool and it's 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 also cool to me who's kind of a technology junkie that you're using all this technology in a way that's really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, bring together, you know, body cams and, 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 and doorbell cameras and I just, uh, nine one one. I mean, it's just incredible that all that comes together in this way. And, uh, so let me ask you, so you, you are, are, are talking to public service agencies, uh, county government, city governments that want to talk to you, right? That's right. And so, and, and maybe, uh, people that are listening here uh, are just are just community members right and maybe they can clue in their uh, elected and appointed officials into contacting you there we would love that I mean I think an organic grassroots campaign is always the best way to do it I mean it, mm-hmm. ultimately this is a community service so mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes sense that it starts with community members and I think you know I appreciate Al with the reach that you have in, in, in this uh, forum um, you know, I think there's an opportunity to, to let more communities know about what we do. And I appreciate you bringing me on the show to give me the opportunity Absolutely. to do that. Yeah. I'm glad, glad to have you. It's just, it's exciting to, to play some small part in this and make it, you know, help, help it to spread. 
So what's the best way for people to get a hold of your organization if there's some kind of interest? Yeah, so very simply, Fusus.com. You know, if you're in the UK, uh, Fusus.co.uk. But uh, for those of you listening in in, in the U.S., Fusus.com. There's a contact us um, area of the website, and you can shoot us an email. You can drop us a chat line. There's actually a chat interface on the website. You can yeah. call whatever you prefer, whatever you're most comfortable with. Yeah, I was on the website, and uh, that pops up, right? <laughs> hey, that's right. can I help you? <laughs> that's right, yeah. There you go. Okay, so that's Fusus.com, which is F-U-S-U-S, Fusus.com. Cool. Um, by the way, I'm sure you're probably hiring too, right? We are. We yeah. We're, yeah, we're growing pretty fast. Okay, you looking for uh, ex-law enforcement, or <clears throat> what kind of skills are you looking for? People? We're looking for passionate people. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, they're from all walks of life, all backgrounds, yeah. Um you know, we've got, yeah, sure, we've got uh, folks from law enforcement, um, folks like myself, prior military. We've got a lot of folks who are just brilliant, you know, innovators, um, both on our engineering team, on our implementation team. Yeah. We have a lot of folks who are just, you know, they care about, you know, community-led technologies, technology yeah. for good, you know. Yeah. And, and so, we've, you know, we've had a lot of folks come to us uh, from some very large companies saying, you know, I believe in the mission. I believe in the purpose. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm here. It's not just about the pay. I mean... You know, we want to we want to be on the journey with with the team, and we want to make a difference. And so that's what we're looking for: people like yeah. that. Chris, this is great. You are making a difference, no doubt about it. Uh, Fusis dot com. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank you, Al. All right. So uh, once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler, and uh, the show is Simon says, "Let's talk business." Here on Business Radio X, and our guest has been Chris Lindenau, the CEO of Fusis doing great things in public safety. So contact uh, Chris's organization, get involved, get your community involved, get your collected leaders involved. Let's solve crimes. Let's make people safe. That's awesome. All right, so let's conclude our show, as always, with our Ask Al segment. We would do a sales tip. And uh, uh, we, have, uh, we have listeners that, that, uh, that bring us questions in the world of sales and sales management, and uh, we pick one and answer it here on the air. So today... Our question is in the sales management arena. comes from Monica. Uh, Monica's question is, what's the best comp plan structure for sales? And this is, this is, this is a huge deal uh, uh, because there are, right now it's really, it, it, there, there are so many people looking for salespeople and there's a lot of competition. So unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess if you're a salesperson, it's fortunately because you've got a lot of leverage. Unfortunately, if you're a sales manager, uh, it's a different world than it was a few years ago. And, and really the answer depends on role type um, because, you know, there's hunter salespeople, there's SDRs who are the, typically the people that, uh, you know, cold call and run down leads and set appointments. And then there's account managers who have current customers that they just keep track of and grow and, and, um, and upsell and cross-sell to. Uh, so the role makes a difference in the comp plan structure and also the industry makes a difference because the, some industries have more competition for salespeople than others. In general, to answer your question, Monica, I prefer a comp plan structure where it's higher on the variable side, lower on the static or, or um, salary side. Because any salesperson who's, who's confident that they can produce is going to want to have a higher upside, which is the variable side. And so you're looking for that confidence. Unfortunately, because of the of the economy right now, salespeople are demanding higher salaries, and a lot of companies are giving in on that, which makes me sad. But I understand the market pressures. Um, but anyway, 
if, if you've got someone who is uh, confident in their abilities to produce, they're going to want a higher upside, so they're going to want a higher variable uh, component to their structure. Let me give you one quick example. Uh, years and years ago, I was part of a sales team, and we had a high salary and bonus and commission structure. And then, then you know, the, as soon as the calendar turned over to the next year, the management decided that everybody was going to go 100% commission. There were six of us on the team. Three people quit immediately. Um, the, the, the three of us that stay were like, hey, you know, I don't like it. I wish I had a salary, but let's go. Let's do this. And, you know, all three of us made a lot more money that year than we had the year before. And I just think that's a, uh, that's a good example of what I'm talking about. Confidence means better commission structures, which means higher commissions for people that produce. And that's the Ask Al segment here on Business Radio X. Simon says let's talk business. And as always, folks, good selling. Good selling.